relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... Is America first with Sebastian Gorka. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, "Oh, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count." Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. And, and why, are we, why are we getting people to come? We have a 50-year low in the crime rate. You don't see in the last 10 years, we've had a 45% decline in homelessness. California's had a 45% increase in homelessness. We back the blue. I was walking the streets of San Francisco a couple months ago, and I had some of the cops in San Francisco do a beeline to come over to me, and I didn't know what they were going to say. And they're like, we want to thank you for standing for law enforcement because we don't get that support in the state of California. So people understand quality of life matters. They understand that Florida's doing it right. And I can tell you the numbers speak for themselves. One of the uh, few zingers that the governor of Florida landed last night. I'm sorry, I feel so bad. I, I think I, I went to bed early. I woke up at 2 a.m. for some reason. I knocked my phone off the bed and it clattered on the floor. And then I checked my text messages and Mr. G said, did you watch it? Did you watch it? No, I completely, completely did not watch it. Caught the best of. Uh, Eric, is it true that you joined me in going to sleep early and you didn't watch the debate? That is indeed true. I had better things to do than watch that debate <laughs> namely going to sleep alex did you watch it no sir oh my gosh gee did you watch the big debate last night i even never heard of this debate is this a new happened. show what it, okay <laughs> mr g i know you've got me clips today did you watch it of all the people here i'm not gonna ask john because he always avoids me i did you watch the debate of course i watched it okay so it, here's the thing that i saw 
in the response at 2 a.m. Because, of course, you know me, I stayed awake for the next two hours on social media. People on our side kept saying, but, 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 but he lied. He lied. He lied. It's like, Jeff, did we not expect Newsom? I mean, this is Pelosi's nephew. Did we not expect him to lie? He lies every time he speaks, every time he does an interview. You knew he was going to lie. So call him out for the lies. That's why it's a debate. And did he call him out or did he go by talking points? A little bit. But if he was called out, it was a talking point. It was something rehearsed. There was nothing, nothing off the cuff by Ron. All right, so near the end, here, here is the most rehearsed thing that Ron said. And it's a doozy. I'll give him credit because it's true, okay? It's true. And this is the, <clears throat> the poop map clip. Let's go to cut seven. This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own Nicely done, nicely done, Ron. But here's the really important question. Why? Why would you debate the governor of California? Because the bottom line is the following. It's weird that Gavin actually admitted this. Cut uh, six. You in particular, Ron, are in a banning binge, a cultural purge, intimidating and humiliating people you disagree with. You and President Trump are really trying to light democracy on fire. So, Sean, there are profound differences tonight, and I look forward to engaging. But there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. Ooh, ouch. So why are you debating him, Gavin? Jeff, it doesn't make sense for him to debate him unless he's the backup candidate or he's plotting against Biden. What do you think? It might be a little bit of both. Right? If, if you're otherwise, plotting, why would you? There's, that's the only reason you would ever do this. And it does make sense that if something happens with Biden, then he wants to make sure that he's yeah. the number two guy. Yeah, He's got the visibility because four years from now, nobody's going to remember this debate. So I think we know what you're doing, Gavin. Okay, let's talk about something much, 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 much more important. There was a session of the Senate Judiciary Committee two days ago where they were ramming through radical left-wing federal judges. Dick Durbin, the man who tried to get me, um, what's the word, deported when I worked for President Trump because he didn't like me being an immigrant working for the Trump administration. He didn't want to let the senators ask questions of these radicals. And it's really quite shocking. It's basically the death of how we pick judges in America. Listen to what the Democrats have done to the most powerful committee of the Senate, Cut 11. Before moving to the subpoena authorization, we consider the nominees. First is Judge Mustafa Kashubai, nominated to the U.S. District Court for the District of Oregon. The clerk will call the roll. Mr. Chairman, are we going to have an opportunity to speak on the nominees? Yes, we're going to. Oh, I'm sorry. We already had done that uh, at great length. Well, I think um, this deserves some commentary, um, given the nature of the nominee, and uh, I'd like to ask 
to speak on the nomination. Senator, we've debated these two nominees twice. Mr. Chairman, I would also like to speak on the nomination. I, I understand what you'd like to do, but I'm saying that in fairness, we have debated these nominees twice, and I ask the clerk to call the roll. On Mr. Chairman, Mr. you're Chairman. denying us an All opportunity right. to Mr. speak Come on, on a nominee. Man. I mean, third time. No. Okay, do this. So Just we don't do have it. a right to speak under the rules. Under the third, uh, the third time, I'd say no. So you're, so you're just going to make it up? So you, yeah. I'd like There's going to be a lot of consequences like coming here. Too, Mr. You're going to have a lot of consequences coming if you go down this road. You better I've cautioned it. you. I've cautioned a lot of you. The clerk will call the rule. Listen to me. I've cautioned a lot of you. Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, don't we get the opportunity to speak? We're in a roll call. So you're even, telling even us to shut up? Even though multiple you members want have us asked to, to speak? shut up? Is that what you're saying? A lot of people didn't speak on the two nominees before. We've done. I would you raise your hand if you did not speak? I did uh, not have a chance. Okay. Peter Corn didn't even have a chance to speak. Senator Blackburn had a chance to speak. We've got several folks, Mr. Chairman, who didn't have a chance to speak. We want to tell you again why these nominees are awful. Mr. Wells. Or in Senator Corn's case, tell you for the first time. You're just going to sit there and ignore us? Senator Blackburn, have you spoken on these nominees? I've not had the opportunity like to? to speak. I would like very much to speak on Mr. Casabay. I urge you to let Senator Blackburn speak. Riding roughshod over the senators before the vote on the judges. The voice you're hearing shouting in the back is the staffer who's holding the roll call. Finally, John Cornyn no MAGA senator tells the truth about what he just witnessed. Cut 12. Mr. Who, Chairman, who, you who just, has not been allowed to speak on that nomination? Mr. Chairman, you just destroyed yeah. one of the most important committees in the United States Senate. Chair would and you set a precedent the chair which will know. be repeated every time... One party or the other takes advantage and takes the low road. It sets a precedent that will then be become the norm. Congratulations on destroying the United States Senate Judiciary Committee. And what are we going to do about it? What are Republicans going to do about it? Anything at all? I bet you missed that story. It's probably more important than anything else in the newspapers or on the websites. It's Friday. We might have some fun, but we're going to keep you apprised of what's really important. Never miss the third hour. Today we have our buddy Chris Coles with one of my favorite movies of the Cold War. Make sure you are subscribed on whichever podcast platform you prefer. Just put in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First. Do leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends. And if you want to save the Republic... If you want to try and get 45 back as 47, we have a special Christmas bundle for you with the Trump yard sign with his booking photograph, the mug, and the Trump I stand with 45 flag. Get yours today at sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com. And support the president directly at donjtrump.com. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. 
Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Making sense out of today's news, here's Dr. Sebastian Gorka. And there is a lot of news even for a Friday. It is Friday. It's Second Amendment Friday. It's Ask Dr. G Anything. Uh, the number here is 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. If uh, you want to do something really amazingly beautiful, a Christian thing to do this Christmas as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, please join us in our Christmas contributions to the Angel Tree Fellowship Program. This is the system by which you provide a Christmas gift for one of the more than uh, one and a half million boys and girls in America who've lost a parent to the prison system. They are lonely. They are vulnerable. And we help them to feel a little bit more loved. Listen to the effect that your donation of just $25 for a Christmas gift makes to uh, one of these children from one of the Angel Tree Foundation's volunteers. And it was a little boy answered the door and, and I said, oh, here's a gift from your dad. And, and it was just this, oh, he remembered me. Yeah. And I think the whole gift kind of fades into the background. It's that connection and yeah. that realization that I belong and my friends are having Christmas, but I'm having Christmas too. I'm worthy as a, as a little kid. And that's the part that doesn't leave you. Beautiful thing to do. Please be as generous as you can. $125 is five children who will feel a little bit more loved this Christmas. $250 is 10 children. Whatever you can afford, please be as generous as possible. You could be saving a life. Literally, more than 60% of these children end up in prison themselves. Let's break that cycle. Call in your donation to the Prison Fellowship on 888-206-2794 or just go to our website, sebgorka.com and click on the Angel Tree banner. That number again, please write it down. Be generous. 888-206-2794 or just go to our website. It's super easy. S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A sebgorka.com and the Prison Fellowship Angel Tree banner at the top. Okay, you're hearing a lot about um, (laughs) problems with elections Electric vehicle mandates, uh, the trouble at local manufacturers over here, the pressure from the Biden administration. What's the truth? Let's ask the lady who knows, the one who helps me with my <clears throat> 66 Mustang when I'm finding it difficult to find the right parts. Lauren Fix, the car coach. Welcome back to America First. Well, thanks for having me back. All right. Before you break down for us what's really happening, how how detrimental all of this insanity coming out of the White House is, we've got a lovely, lovely clip that I'm sure you've seen, but maybe some of our listeners haven't. This is one of uh, Biden's nominees to the EPA being asked some questions by Congressman, Congressman August Fluger. Uh, important questions about uh, how Americans get around. Cut 13. How much electricity does the United States demand each year? 
Um, I don't know that number off the top of my head. Okay, it's four terawatts annually. Mm -hmm. So the Secretary of Energy didn't know it. The EPA doesn't know it. FERC probably doesn't know it. Who else doesn't know it in this country? And we're mandating electric vehicles. You guys have no idea how much demand is going to be there. Where is that electricity going to come from? Uh, it come from uh, a, a diverse grid. It's 110 degrees in my hometown today. The wind is not blowing. The sun is shining. And after four hours of darkness, there will be no batteries on this planet that can produce a reliable source of baseload dispatchable power. We have no plan for this. But what about all the Teslas? What about all the Rivians? Lauren, give us an update. What's the truth? Oh, come on. This all has to do with government subsidies and who's getting greased, let's be honest. Uh, car manufacturers are building these cars because they don't have a choice. It's billions of dollars in fines or millions of dollars in losses. And you saw that. Hey, when hang it comes on, hang to on. Ford they get, they get fined if they don't do oh, this yeah. insanity? That's true, yes. The EPA will fine them for not complying with the government regulation and all these Green New Deal things. So the billions of dollars in fines come from multiple different three- and four-letter agencies. If you don't comply, you will not be in business. So what do you think they're going to do, especially like the state of California? Additional fines and fees. Don't comply. Don't worry about it. We'll bury your company. So they, they make product that they take a loss on. There is not one car manufacturer, not even Tesla, who makes money on electric vehicles. Tesla makes money by selling carbon credits to manufacturers like Mazda and Subaru who haven't come up with enough product that's electric in order to sell in some of these states because 17 states comply with the carb rules that come from California. Hang on, hang on. That, that, you just slid over something really interesting there. So <laughs> Tesla's business model, because the cars are too expensive to sell at market rate, is offloading the carbon credits on those companies that don't make enough EVs. Did I, did I translate that correctly? You are spot on. And that's how he's made money to begin with. Remember, Elon Musk, whatever you think of him, is a very smart man. He knows how to manipulate the government to his advantage. He was first to the market to produce the cars in the state of California. They gave him all these credits. And then when they tried to unionize him, he said, oh, we're out. And he moved to Austin, Texas, where he's got a huge battery plant and a manufacturing facility because they, of course, want his business. But now let's look here. They got the UAW coming after him now. He's like, if the UAW comes after us, he goes, We'll just pay our people more, and that's it. I mean, he's he is a, a no BS guy. All right. So yeah, he, he's a genius. Uh, you know, he he knows how to work the system. But but help me out. G- give me the ground truth, because my son says, "Dad, buy an electric car because they're cool." Uh, I'm a petrol head. I'm a gasoline head. Uh, I love my V8s. Uh, I love my '66 Mustang. Um, what is the future? G- give us a look in the crystal ball. Ten, twenty, thirty years from now. Is the truth about EVs going to collapse and we'll be back to, you know, petrol heads, as we say in the UK? Or is this insanity of the subsidy and the bilking and the regulations? Can this go on forever, Lauren? This can't go on forever. So I'll read my crystal ball for you, and I'm pretty good at reading these because I've been doing this a long time. Okay, first thing is car manufacturers will continue to comply until the next administration comes in. If President Trump takes back the White House, I'll promise you all these EV mandates will disappear, and that is a good thing for you because you should have the choices of electric, of gas, of hybrid, of diesel, whatever you want. We also have synthetic fuels coming in, which are really interesting technologies, but they're not subsidized. Neither is nuclear. So that's why they're pushing wind and solar, because it's 
subsidized. Now let's talk about the cars themselves. Let me give you an idea of the demand for electric we, cars. We've got it. We've Currently, got a minute. To, give us the summary. What's the demand? Okay. Oh, the demand is huge. Demon 170. It's a thousand horsepower car. They can't get them fast enough. They're selling them $150,000 over sticker. Ford's still selling the Mustang and all brands like BMW and all the rest are saying, you know what? We're not going all electric. We're going to offer a mix, and you're watching every brand follow what Toyota said they were going to do, which is we're not going all electric. Smartest move ever. you got to give them a lot of credit. I think you said something there about, you gave me an idea, nuclear. I'm waiting for the nuclear-powered Mustang. Follow her right now. The website is carcoachreports.com. That's carcoachreports.com. And on social media at Lauren Fix. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Don't forget to follow us on all the social media platforms. We are everywhere that matters. Just look for Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on True Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Telegram. My gosh, it takes a... Out of breath by the end of that list. And don't forget, you can watch us on television on your Roku, your Fire Stick device, or on the Salem News Channel app. And for unique content from me and direct access to me, go to my Substack. That's SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's my whole name is one word, SebastianGorka.substack.com. And if you're one of those people who plans ahead, like my wife, oh, I don't do that. Um, are you ready to go on a cruise with me and Katie and Jennifer Horn and some surprise guests? It's our next journey with you, our listeners, the Patriots Alaska Cruise. Find out all the details June 29th to July 6th at sebgorka.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com, and the Patriots Alaska Cruise. On the side of the U.S. Constitution, America first. Welcome back, dear friends. So much to discuss. It's Friday. We're going to talk national security a little bit more earlier than usual. What is going on in the Middle East and what's going on here in America with uh, rising anti-Semitism? But first, if you enjoy the show, please support those who make it possible and get some Christmas stocking stuffers. Did you know that Mike Lindell has more than 200 items on his website? It's not just the My Pillow, which is celebrating 20 years. The pillow that never gets hot, never loses shape, over 81 million sold. But there's more than 200 other items from the My Pillow pet beds, my dogs Leia and Killian adore to the sheepskin line slippers that are my favorite, but pajamas, towels, you name it, mattress toppers, travel pillows, check them out at mypillow.com. Don't buy that Chinese junk on Amazon. Talk to an American here in America making products for you. Use my name for up to 66% off the number 800-829-8468. That's 800 800- 829-8468, mypillow.com. He is the senior counsel to the president at the Heritage Foundation. He's forgotten more about national security and foreign policy than most people will ever know. He's our good buddy, Colonel Dr. Jim Carafano. How are you doing, buddy? It's good to be with you. All right, let me uh, spoil, spoil your mood. Sure. Let's listen to uh, Joe Scarborough giving his geopolitical analysis of the Middle East. Oh, yeah. too. I love this one. <laughs> this is a keeper. Israel needs U.S. funding. We need to know what we're funding. Are we funding Benjamin Netanyahu? Are we funding his designs to stay in power? Are we funding an operation where we have to look and guess, okay, well, is this for the, in the best interest of the Israeli people? Or is this in the best interest of a prime minister who deliberately focused on the West Bank? I love the way he says Netanyahu. Um, what, how wrong can you get this? 
Well, um, that wrong, right? <laughs> this look it, funding Netanyahu. It, right, right. It used to be that you know politics ended at the water's edge, right? Uh, on re- especially on the really big important stuff like peace and security of the Middle East. War, <laughs> and, and this has completely fallen apart. And 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 on the left, you know, particularly on MSNBC, which is the kind of bellwether of this, Israel's become a controversial issue, and and so here we're basically arguing. They're politicizing the war and the security of it. So 1,400 people got killed. The country was attacked. They're in the middle of this vicious fight for their survival. And he's trying to say, oh, it's all about Netanyahu trying to stay in power. I mean, I mean, this is crap. I mean, this would be like Winston. This would be like complaining about Winston Churchill. Wanted to be prime minister. Right. What? This is just Churchill. Forget about the Nazis. This is just Churchill's thing to hold on to the prime minister. Yeah. It's, it's, it's completely inappropriate. And it's wrong. And it's like... What are we giving them money for? As if there's like a secret here. Yeah, we're giving them money so they can protect their population. Um, so we're sending, actually, sending aid, humanitarian aid to the. But but he's making. Uh, I mean, I used to deal but, with the FMF issue. Right. Where, you know, a long time ago, this is foreign military funding that is used to buy U.S. products or U.S. services. This commentator is making it sound as if we send money into Netanyahu's campaign costs or, or some black hole or something. Right. You know, it's actually very similar to, uh, you know, people on the they complain about Ukraine aid. And they say, well, what's this money? Well, the overwhelming bulk of the money is going to military aid. Actually, most of that money is actually spent in the United States right. to build this stuff and then send it over there. So I'm all for accountability. I'm all for oversight. I'm all for transparency and everything else. But, but the military aid, it, it, it's hard to make a case that there's some kind of political shenanigans there. And to suggest that with the aid to Israel is equally specious. Uh, beyond that, the coverage of the mainstream media of the quote-unquote ceasefire, the, the idea that there's some kind of equivalency between the two sides, hostages and prisoners, are the same kind of thing, Jim? Yeah, and, you know, and, and, and what's missed in this whole thing is, how did we get here? Yes. This was an intentional strategy on the part of Hamas to take hostages, and for what purpose? Well, and the answer is, is uh, that's an off-ramp. So if there's not a second front, if, it, if things aren't going well, if the international community doesn't, you know, you know tra- and we don't abandon the Israelis, they have something to end the war with, and that's to trade hostages for that. This is a practice as old as, as the, this is, this is, you know, in the medieval days, this was a standard practice. Right. Kings it, being taken hostage. Right. You, you right. took, and you, and you, because they were, you traded them for peace, you traded them for money. King Richard was famously held hostage, right? Yeah. And, and, and we had a, you know, King John had to pay to get him back. This, ne- this practice never ends in this part of the world. How, how difficult does it power. make military operations for Israel? This constant delay, this lengthening of well, the ceasefires. You know, I, ha- I have to be honest, I would, I would presume that at the start of the war, the Israelis knew that this was a likely outcome. Yeah, right. Uh, and therefore, they, they kind of planned their operations around that. But, what, but again, to c- create some kind of moral equivalency, basically, Hamas is doing a practice that, that from the Middle Ages, I mean, w- would you be okay with, you know, p- you know, burning witches at the stake? Because that's essentially the kind of behavior you have here, yeah. and you tolerate that and create some kind of moral equivalency with Israeli we're just trying to really defend their own people. Follow this man on Twitter, JJ Carafano, and join the Heritage Foundation today at heritage.org. We will continue the discussion here on America First. Coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. Relief Factor, it's real, it works. It is liberating over a million Americans from their daily pain. You know somebody who's struggling every single day? 
with pain, have tried every other solution but to no avail. If that's the case, how about this Christmas gift? Order them the three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. It'll be out their door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I guarantee you, Dr. G's guarantee, if by the end of the three weeks it hasn't worked, all you've lost is nineteen ninety-five. But more than 70% of people who buy it stay on Relief Factor. Why? Because it does work. Call today, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or go to relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-473-5433 or go to relieffactor.com. Don't wait another day. You deserve to find out if you could be the next success story. That's relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Is the United States becoming a police state? Dinesh D'Souza's new movie, Police State, answers that question. It's his timeliest and most eye-opening film yet. Watch it today at SalemNow.com. Wow, just watching live footage from the halls of Congress. Congressman George Santos, his nameplate has just been taken down. I guess um, they don't waste much time. Only the sixth member of Congress to be expelled from the body. And I think only, what is it, Eric, only the second ever Republican or third Republican? He's actually the first Republican first, in history to be expelled. First yeah. Republican. Oh, all Democrats. Five Democrats are the first Republican. What does it all mean? We'll, we'll get to that later, but we've got our special in-studio Friday guest with us. We're going to talk about... Uh, well, his specialty, the border and national security, homeland security. But first, uh, did you uh, get on the scales after Thanksgiving? Are you worried what's going to happen at Christmas time? If that's the case, I've got something for you. If you've been struggling with extra weight, that excess baggage that won't go away, check out Dr. Ashley Lucas and her amazing team at My PhD Weight Loss on her program. I lost 42 pounds. My muse, Katie, lost 36. My colleague, Mike Gallagher, lost a whopping 53 pounds, and he kept it off. We've got the receipts. He was in my studio recently looking amazing. If uh, you would like to do the same, find out by going to myphdweightloss.com, the only system that worked for me. And you know me, guys. i got a wicked sweet tooth. I love my apple pies from McDonald's. Jim can tell you. Call in right now. 864-644-1900, just the before and after pictures tell you everything you need to know. If I can do it, anyone can. 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. Jim, it's the recurring theme for the last three years with you. Um, we're always asking the question, why, 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 why are we the only nation that doesn't have a secure border? Well, this week they said the quiet part out loud in an interview. The man who's supposed to keep us safe, the Secretary of Homeland Security, fessed up. Let's listen to Alejandro Mayorkas. Dealing with the undocumented uh, immigrants who are already here in the nation. And I know it's been a political football as they're trying to figure out the best way to address that. But I'm going to ask you, what is the best way to address that from your perspective? The answer is quite clear and quite straightforward, and we've been waiting for it for about 30 years. And that is to fix a system that everyone agrees is fundamentally broken, and we need congressional action, both for uh, the lawful pathways uh, that really need to be more robust in statute and for the 12 million people who are here in the United States who have been contributing so fundamentally to our country's well-being. There are neighbors, our 
our friends, our fellow congregants. Uh, they provide our, our frontline workers. Uh, we need to do something, and I, I am hopeful and remain hopeful that Congress will do it. It's about the lawful pathway. It's been broken for 30 years, Jim, and now we just have to amnesty everybody. Well, it's broken because Biden broke it. I mean, their plan was, you know, they've tried for 20 plus years to get amnesty. The reason why it failed is because nobody wants it. Not Republicans, not Democrats, because it's damaging to this country. And amnesties just bring more illegal immigration. So their plan was basically very, very simple. This is their off-ramp. They're going to bring in so many illegal people that even if they're voted out of office... What the Democrats will do is they'll walk in and say, oh, well, you can't just deport all these people. Therefore, we have to give them amnesty and and we'll give a clean slate and we'll secure the border. These are all lies. And the answer is very simple. One, you can deport them. Uh, Two, the law is clearly on your side that they should be deported. Three, they will all be illegal because giving them all temporary amnesty, which Biden did, is not sustainable because none of them actually qualify for it. So, so he, he, for, here's for, the uh, real trick question, yeah. because what they've done here, it's, it's a shell game. Right. They, they've, they've pre-cleared them as asylee seekers. Claims. 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 Claimants, right. which they know won't stand up. But every single one will have to be judicially examined by an immigration judge, correct? Right, but, but there are lots of ways you can, you can smooth that pathway and make that faster. And, and look, you have to do this. Because there are, there are billions of people who well, want to come to the United States. And if you don't secure the border, then, then you, will, you will lose your country. And you will see, like we're, you're seeing in France and England and other places, it will happen. It doesn't matter if there's 330 million people here, because that will be overwhelmed by the billion of people that will walk in the door. Trust me, this is going to happen. And securing the border also requires you taking a bunch of people here who are illegally and sending them home because that is the deterrent effect. The reason why everybody doesn't murder their wife is because people are executed for murdering their wife. Not that anybody, you know, everybody wants to murder their wife. That'd be a bad (laughs) idea. But you get the point is, is you enforce, I mean, it's the same thing with crime. You don't enforce crime. You don't punish people for crime. What do you get? You get more crime. So you can't just secure the border. You have to deport people and you have to deport them in large numbers because they're here illegally. Uh, this is a policy question, not a politics question. Do you think what we've witnessed in literally the last six weeks, you know, mayors of big cities right. like New York, Chicago, saying, oh, my gosh, we can't ha- do it, we can't right. do it. Do you think that will have an impact on the administration's open border policy? No. Because he's a Democrat. No, because it's, a, it's just a Ponzi scheme. When the Democratic mayor says, oh, my God, I can't handle this, right. all they want Washington to say is, here's a trillion dollars to pay for it. That's all they want. That's so just they, extorting the th- feds. That's right. That's well, us. They don't want Biden voted out of office. They don't want a secure border. They just want to be paid for their for their part in this thing. But here, this is the most egregious thing that every American has to realize: the unsecured border, the millions brought here illegally, the half a trillion dollars that it co- they're not contributing to our communities, the half a trillion dollars are co- costing us, the billions of dollars that mayors want. Who's paying for the world's largest human trafficking network? I'm looking at him. Seb Gorka is. Taxpayers are paying every cent of everything that's being done to us. We are funding our own destruction. Funding our own destruction. That, I think, is the title for the segment. We've been talking to Jim Carafai. He's on fire. He's off from here to go to Fox Business. I think we warmed him off quite nicely. Uh, Join today, heritage.org. It is the conservative mothership, senior counsel to the president. This is America First, coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. It's real. It works. It is helping over a million Americans right now, me included. I had a low back pain issue that plagued me for 
Nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor, and two weeks later, I was pain-free. And I'm still pain-free. It'll be, it'll be five years in January. But it's not just me. It's people like Debron from Massachusetts. Listen to Debron's story. I just started taking Relief Factor four days ago. My hip pain is gone. I had a horrible time sleeping because of the pain. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Wow. Whether it's your hip, your back, your shoulder, your knee, you owe it to yourself, especially if you've tried every other solution and it's failed. The 100% drug-free ingredients of Relief Factor assault the source of the pain, which is the inflammation. Proven anti-inflammatories like resveratrol, curcumin, omega-3s. There's only one way to find out. Order the three quick starter pack. It costs just $19.95. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee. By the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you. Like it works for me, Debron, and over a million of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. You deserve to know. Call right now, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, or go to relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-473-5433, relieffactor.com. Don't forget, if you want to make sure you're always up to date on everything we have to share with you, lots of breaking news this week from Kissinger to Sandra Day O'Connor. May she rest in peace. Make sure you're following us on all the social media platforms. Just look for Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter. You can watch us on your Roku, your Fire Stick device, or on the Salem News Channel app. And for exclusive content, buy me. And direct access to me, go to my Substack. That's SebastianGorka.Substack.com. That's my whole name. is one word, SebastianGorka.Substack.com. We'll be back with your calls in a moment. Stay informed on the 2024 campaign. Text the word DEBATE to 94878 and become a Salem Insider. What's the most important thing to you? It's not the stuff you accrue, right? The stuff you buy. That can be cool. The most important thing is your health. What if you're not allowed to control it anymore? Obamacare was just the beginning, and the radicals haven't stopped. Bernie Sanders, the radical from Vermont, has now put a bill, S1390, uh, 1339, in front of Congress to get control over how much your prescriptions cost and to cut out the pharmacy benefit managers who are saving the average American over $1,000 every single year. Let's stop crazy, Bernie. Go right now to www.lowermydrugprices.com. This is the next attempt to nationalize and take control of your health care. We've got momentum, but your voice must be heard. Go right now to lowermydrugprices.com. We need your help. The Council for Citizens Against Government Waste. Portions of America First are brought to you in part by the Council for Citizens Against Government Waste. Let's go to your calls, waiting very patiently. Uh, Dale in Detroit. Happy Friday, Dale. Happy Friday to you. Hey, uh, I was wondering, I got a question about your book, or one of your books. Um, Your uh, Defeating Jihad was released in 2016, and uh, before Trump, and I was wondering if you had considered updating it with uh, some added chapters to talk about what's happening happened since the first uh, four years of Trump and um, the 
Biden administration with the fall of Afghanistan and Israel and Hamas. Well, it's an interesting question. So I I wrote two more books after that. If you want a more general overview of national security, Why We Fight was the second one. If you don't have that, stay on the line. An update of defeating jihad is interesting, but everything stands, really, because it's an explication of what the terrorists want to do, and that hasn't changed. And uh, the trouble is their loyal supporters are now inside the wire. But stay on the line, Dale. Let's give Dale a copy of Why We Fight. Let's go to uh, Rob. Line one, Brooklyn. Hi, uh, thank you for taking my phone call. Uh, just a few points. Number one, it, it, Mark Rubio and J.D. Vance in the Senate, they sent a letter to Biden, or I should call him O'Biden, um, to, talking about that we need to restrict travel from communist China to here. There's a, who knows what's going on with that pneumonia. That's number one. Number two is Bannon talked about the United Arab Emirates, who's struggling with both the United States and Israel, even they are wanting to go off the dollar. So that's number two. So with a president like Biden, he's doing everything basically to destroy this country, which leads to my last point, my third point, the horrific treatment of Blinken with Israel. Does this president really want to have like the summer ball fears? Is he trying to have like, you know... Um, right, Robert, too much, too long. Nobody's there. allowed to come on this show with three points. I told you before, Robert, no. No, no. One point, maximum two points, okay? And that coming off the dollar, no. Don't worry. Nobody is going to come off the dollar because nobody wants to be tied to an unstable currency. Really? You're going to tie it to Brazilian currency or Chinese currency? Never happening. But thank you, Robert. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.